You won't be around next no, year. My rap's too severe. Can't get half flavor in your ear. This is hostfully goodness. <laughs> hostfully goodness? Well, it's just you and me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> True that. It's just you and me. It's Zach and Brent. We made it a year. Hell yeah. That's us hand slapping. Because <laughs> that always makes for good audio. <laughs> it can. Now... A lot has happened since the last time that we've talked. Yes. And I want to get into that right away. You went to Guatemala. I went to Guatemala. Yes, tell us. Um, well, I came home, just to like, start at the end. I came home... As you do. Yes. (laughs) I came home with some, uh, like a colony of bacteria invading the skin of my eyeball. His eye was blood red. Oh, it was worse than that. Like, on my plane ride home, I spent, you know, 12 hours in transit, in airports and in planes, with my eye swollen shut and dripping, like, this weird yellowy goop. That's called pus. Yeah. (laughs) But it was weird pus. It wasn't like pus when you have it anywhere else, because it was eye pus, and it was weird and fucked up. And, um... Eye pus! (laughs) Eye pus. So I spent a long time traveling with iPus. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a passenger right now. Oh, hello, what's your name? I'm iPus. Definitely Fuck you. like that. I'll infect you. <laughs> but then I get get to Chicago. I get into O'Hare Airport at like midnight and have to go through customs with this eye thing. And it's the only time I've ever been stopped at an airport. Have you been to West Africa? <laughs> no, the guy was actually really, like, pretty cool about it. I led with, oh, my day's been pretty good, but I've been having I have eye aller- pus! No, I've been having some allergic reaction to something, and I ran out of Benadryl. <laughs> so, it went pretty well. I got through. No one wanted to talk to me about my, my eye pus. Uh, no, as, uh, no one would. No. <laughs> However... Now... Right. <laughs> Let's go back to why did you go down to Guatemala? What were you going for? How did you get this eye pus? Yes. So I went to Guatemala to live on a beach, which I did for five days um, with a bunch of random hippies. Not random. Well, no. Intentionally they're hippies for the rainbow gathering in Guatemala, which is an intentional coalescing of human beings to be in each other's company. So it was essentially five days of hanging out on a beach and chatting with very bizarre and interesting people and, like, just exploring human interaction. Right. Yeah. So tell us some of your experiences while you did so. Um, so the first thing that 
I thought was really cool. It was so it was the first Rainbow Gathering I'd been to since I was ten. I've been to one other one, but I was ten years old and like I didn't count as a he- conscious human being yet. Right. Um. But they really emphasize this feeling of family that you're supposed to be together not only as a group of people but as like this family unit mm-hmm. and it was very cool to see how they tried to accomplish that goal or i don't even i'm i'm giving them i'm giving some entity of the rainbow a spirit and like a will but the way that this goal was accomplished in my opinion was we would all circle before the meals um and just like be in each other's presence and sing and feel grateful for being together and having this food prepared for us. So, but on on that respect, uh, I mean, that's a very real thing that that, that that a group collective, a group consciousness will right. bind and become like this amorphic being. Right. That, so, I mean, your your initial assessment of it is is completely accurate. I think. Yeah, it was it was a very different uh, feeling from any other experience I've ever had. Like just being in a place with a bunch of people solely for the reason that you had chosen to go there to be with other people um, made it seem very surreal and at the same time very real. Like it was very outside of anything that I would experience in my daily life. In which right. case, it kind of feels surreal, but it at the same Very. time, yeah. At the same time, though, I like I spoke to all these people and and learned from a lot of them, and just was it was very human interaction, which is something that I feel like is sometimes kind of hard to find. Oh, it, it I I completely agree, and on that respect, do you uh, do you remember some of the stories of the people that you talked with? Yeah, um, so I went down, I chose to go to this gathering mostly because I'd visited Guatemala before, and the guy who was organizing the gathering um, was a dude who I met with and stayed on his farm for a couple days, and he is connected, like, he knows one of my family friends, so I knew him, sort of, but he's just this interesting, crusty, old hippie man who lives in the hills of Guatemala, um, and... One night, I just found him uh, sitting with two women and boiling a pot. And this is currently when you last went down there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was at the gathering. And so he's just boiling this pot of liquid, and they're passing around a cup. (laughs) And Is this mushroom tea? No. Ayahuasca? I ask what what they're doing, and they say, St. Peter, San Pedro. Which is oh the San Pedro psychedel- cactus psychedelic cactus. <laughs> so, I sit down at this at this bonfire and begin drinking of this cactus juice, which wasn't as bad as I expected it to be, but still um, kind of awful. Kind of weird, but we, I think we put panela in it, which is like organic cane sugar, which oh. is fucking incredible. That's smart. Um, yeah, so this bonfire slowly just like grew people. And it was this really weird circle that would break apart and, like, rejoin, but always around this pot of boiling San Pedro cactus. Okay. And Shep began explaining to us a little Shep, bit. Shep, this Shep. is the oh, man. Oh, yeah, Shep is the, old, the, the man 
who organized this gathering. Okay. And he began explaining to us a little bit about San Pedro. And this is actually after we've been there for like an hour and have been drinking this cactus for an hour. And at one point he just goes, yeah, and, uh, oh, right, by the way, once you take peyote or San Pedro cactus, you're never the same. (laughs) And then he stops there. He's like, yes, uh, mescaline, it it changes something in your brain. To, to, to be clear, the active ingredient in the San Pedro cactus, just as in peyote, is mescaline. It's a different mescaline, but... Well, it, well yeah, it's, it's variations on the same yeah. thing. It's like brother and sister. Yeah. Like, not second cousins or anything. Yeah. Like, psilocybin is kind of the second cousin of mescaline. But mescaline... Is also like the second cousin of DMT. Like it, it kind of trickles down. Mescaline's powerful. Yeah. In a weird way. So, what was your experience? Well, see, that's the thing. There wasn't a lot of peyote or uh, of San Pedro in it, because he had originally intended this ceremony to be for like three people, three or four people. But then, because it was at this place where there were just people milling around and interested in some random old dude. Boiling a Boiling. pot of weird, like, goopy liquid. What's your cauldron <laughs> full of, <laughs> sir? <laughs> um, it had turned into something more. But, so then as the night progressed, it just became like this. There were probably eight of us there for most of the time. And it just became this, like, sharing of shamanic knowledge and ritual. And, uh, so this one dude named Jahendo. 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 Which is a great name. That is a great name. Um, Jahendo. Was like my age. Hello. Maybe. I am Jahendo. Yeah. Maybe my age, um, but just deeply interested That's 22. in shamanism. 22. And this dude whips out uh, first honey, this like sacred honey, right? That he proceeded to drip into my eyes. Which was weird as fuck. And also, like, if we flat fast forward, if we take the DeLorean once again, 88 miles an hour and go a little bit forward, but back to the to the, to the top of the hour. Still the past, but... It, 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 it could very well have been the catalyst for your crazy eye pus. <laughs> I don't think so, because... Honey's, oh, you don't. But honey is antibacterial, and I, I was like, I was living on a beach. You where have I, no clue what produced this honey. I don't. I believe it was honey. I tasted it, and it tasted like honey. Yeah, but it also was said, I mean, it can't be just, why would he put it in your eyeballs? Oh, so he put he, you put it in your eyeballs because I think it would work with any honey. They use this honey because they have sacred bees. It has to be traditional. But it's like, um... It is an Amazonian thing where the I don't know the honey th- the honey, but certain tribes in Brazil will put um, poisonous plant material or poisonous plant liquid into their eyes before hunting because it contracts your pupils and makes your vision clear and makes you more focused. It's like low doses of psilocybin mushrooms. Right, but it works. It works on a. It's not a chemical level. It's a physical response. Because it irritates your eyeballs. But well, also... it makes your pupils dilate. No, it's... it makes them contract. Oh, it does. Because well, yeah, that, that yeah, would be right. It irritates it so they contract. So that gives you better, like mushroom, you know, your pupils expand and you lose focus. 
Yeah. Right, so when your pupils contract, you gain better, like, tunnel vision focus, so you can focus on one thing. Oh, it's which an is irritant. for hunting. Right, it is, essentially. But at the same time, what did he apply this honey with? A dropper. So, we're, like, all I'm saying is that... It, it totally could have... But I was swimming in a river that was downriver from plantations of banana yeah that's later oh yeah that's later no that's every that's like all throughout the story that is a goddamn thing thing, he's swimming in a filth stream but it was beautiful it was a fucking amazing river did you open your eyes underwater no i don't do that shit (laughs) my eyes are fucked up enough for those of you who don't know my vision is terrible um so i have to wear glasses he doesn't wear, like, Coke bottles or anything like that. He's not like the little kid from fucking like, Jerry Maguire. Let put me put on. on his glasses. They're pretty... Holy shit. Yeah, they're really strong. Wow, I'm like... I'm like... Like, Reggae Yoda from fucking <laughs> Force Awakens. Mile... What's her name? I don't know. Yeah, well, you know what I'm the talking little, about. The little, is she red? Yeah, little red no, woman. she's yellow Yoda. Oh, yellow, right. She was a cool character. She was Miles Kanata. My, yeah. m- Maya, Maya Kanata. Kanata. It, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you should take those off. <laughs> Terrible vision. I will stand by that statement. He doesn't have Jonathan Lipnicki, Jerry Maguire, fucking Coke bottles. No, but, but yeah, his shit, like, that's what... Okay, for all of you that are of a certain age, you might remember back in the day when the police officer would come into your fucking... <laughs> grade school or middle school mainly and give you these glasses that they said this is what it's like to be drunk nope and you're like and then later you can yourself in your mind right now take that fucking delorean back to the first time you got really drunk and you can be like what the fuck like this isn't those glasses made you walk into walls and like completely like destroyed your vision that's what my glasses are they kind of do that (laughs) like how like when you take off your, your glasses you're like well i can't see anything but this is kind of right. Yeah. This is how it should be. This is normal. Me, I'm like, I put on your glasses and I'm like, oh, Jesus. It's like I'm on the Tilt-A-Whirl <laughs> for fucking eight hours. Anyway, back into Guatemala. So, you're so I get honey in my eyes, right? Honey in the eyes. Because why not? It was it was a thing that was offered to me by this dude named Jahendo who had Jahindo. A, a kick-ass hat. He had the kick-ass hat. <laughs> and... His name is Johindo. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, a bag full of stuff. I have a bag full of honey and amongst other things. Yeah, so then... Johindo. So then I ate some Syrian roux. Also was, from Johindo? Also from Johindo. My bag is full of many things, Johindo. Yes. 
And so serine roux is an MAOI. Serine roux. Which it inhibits an enzyme in your body. See, serine roux is something I actually have heard about. Yeah. yeah. So it inhibits an enzyme in your body that breaks down a lot of alkaloids. So it's what you combine with DMT to make ayahuasca so that you can in Only orally the oral and or, yeah. or, orally ingested form of, of DMT. Right. So we ate this Syrian roux and then decided to continue the psychoactive train because that's what this bonfire turned into. Um, and put we put coca leaves in with the still boiling San Pedro cactus. And then... We're going to freebase. <laughs> Johindo says, hello, old man. What's a... a Saul? Shep. Shep. Hello, Shep. Oh, he totally said hello, Shep. Now, let me blow Did he? some rapé up your nose. Did he? <laughs> hello, Shep. But so then we get You're to the, the weirdest thing that I did that evening, which was rapé, which is this tobacco substance. It's tobacco and um, flower essence powders. That is applied. Well, not like flour, flour like baking, like white powder flowers. flour, like flowers, like, like flour. hibiscus yeah. or like, yeah. like you know, yeah. like a lily or. But flower essences. Essential oils, basically. But in powder form. Okay. Maybe. I feel like it's different than essential oils because you would dry out the plant matter. And so like a, a nectar, plant a nectar that's dried. Sort yeah. So like ketamine, but plant. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this shit is applied or uh, uh Any of you real psychonauts will know exactly what the fuck I just said. <laughs> <laughs> this is applied nasally. Um Oof. so you he used this little blow tube, like scooped up some of this powder. And how and big this, how big would this tube be? This tube probably like Five inches, two pieces of five inches long in a V that goes up your nose, and then he blows down the other end. So like it's uh, so uh, so it's two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like two McDonald's straws connected together. Sure. It's just like a imagine a V of straws with like a connector that loops around. Is the connector also made of straw? There, it was all made of wood. So many oh, <laughs> oh. tubes. Yeah, it was like a legit nasal applicator. That's been used a bunch of times. He cleaned it. All he cleaned it with every time. Alcohol? Yeah. He brought he literally carried an alcohol swab with him and cleaned it every time. Just a swab. Like yeah. So in that like was it a bendable swab? No no no. Like a, a rag. So that alcohol or that that, that that connector might still be rife with something that would, I don't know, being as high your fucking nose is right next to your eye, give you eye pus. Whereas the same time, yeah, that's just me. I'm a dick. All right. (laughs) If in 32 episodes, if you haven't noticed, like I'm kind of belligerent, but at the same time, I'm loving the Guatemala stories. But we're also getting to the bottom of maybe this was a perfect storm yeah, no, it type totally of thing. Was. I counted, I ingested uh, like 11 different weird ritualistic ceremonial medicines 
of an unnamed nature. Um, psychoactive. <laughs> not even all psychoactive though, because the rapé. Well, honey, the and... rapé wasn't psychoactive. It was um, it was like a super focus in your third eye. It like created this incredible ball of sensation and pain right in right right at the top of your nasal co- like your your nasal whatever the fuck it is tube. So that know. sounds like mushrooms in a sadomasochistic no. fucking It was type. like it was the only time in my life where I have achieved a state of like being totally aware of everything happening around me and totally apart from it at the same time. Is that due to a high Mm-mm. or just pain? It was pain initially, but it but it like just becomes a sensation that focuses you he- in the middle of your skull. Because that's ma- massive endorphins being released right. by your brain right. to deal with massive yeah. pain. It was weird as fuck, and I only did it once, but it was pretty interesting. And so I tell this story because that kind of describes what... And this is the life, first... No, this is the one of the last days, actually. But... The whole time was That's just right. Like that. uh, we're not chronological here at no. Stu's Pot. Fuck. You this told this me is to... 32 episodes. We, we, if you haven't realized, we take time and shit a whole different way. Well, physicists just proved that time is all an illusion, so. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, so. Rappé. Yes. You just done that. You're bleeding through the nostrils and about there was no to blood be, involved. About to be bleeding through your eye in pus like form. Like after this, you decide it's a good idea to once again go into this river. Oh, for sure. Well and you see, probably splash river water on your face. Oh god. god. Yeah. I'm just refreshing myself. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've just done all manner of crazy shit slathered on these eyes from a medicine dropper of ill repute. Again, got some dude that I don't even know to blow shit into my nose through a wooden McDonald's straw that is... Q-tip can't clean. Tell me about the people. The people. Yeah, you met a bunch of people. I did. Like, you had to have interesting stories. I met a man named Pollo, which is chicken in Spanish. you met your Hindus. So this dude, Pollo, had, I think, the coolest tattoos I've ever seen. He had, his entire body was covered in insects. Like, big-ass, really anatomically correct insects. His name was Pollo? Pollo. Like, chicken? Yeah. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not his real name, but... But... His name was Pollo. That's all how, how I know him. Well, chickens do eat bugs, so he was covered in bugs. He was covered in bugs. And invited me to go get a tattoo. He lives in a place that I know pretty well in Guatemala. So the next time I go to Guatemala, I hope to come back with a, uh, some sort of bug tattooed on my body. But they're amazingly looking bugs. Oh my god. 
the coolest bugs. So apparently the coolest bug tattooist lives in Guatemala. Yeah. And Poyo. Poyo. Sounds like a pretty cool dude. Very cool dude. He was the first person to smoke me up. That's right. We at the Snoosh Podcast, again, if you haven't been listening, endorse marijuana. (laughs) So arriving to this place was the first task. Because it's on this little beach in the middle of nowhere, Guatemala. And to get there, we had to take three buses. One from Guatemala City to this junction in the road. Just like a stretch of shops where we stood for a while and then hopped on another bus that takes this miles and miles of unpaved road towards the coast and slowly just gets hotter and hotter. And then we get to this tiny ass weird town. I don't know. It's like a big town for the area, but maybe a couple thousand people. Okay. So it has like infrastructure. But those towns are just always very strange. I don't know. Very poor, very disorganized and chaotic. Okay. And from there, we take a bus to a coastal village, which is just like one road along the beach for a while. And then it's like a two-mile walk to the campsite, right? Okay. So we get to this, this coastal village, and... They're like, we can't take you across the river. Like, there is a river that runs down along the way we have to walk. But it's it's low tide, so they can't take us. And so we get to the point where we can see the camp. Like, we've walked along the beach, and we get to this point. We can see the camp, but between us and the camp is this river. It's the river that I swim in every day. It cuts around. I plus river. Yes. <laughs> it cuts around and then enters the ocean. It's a big fucking river. Like, it's... It was deep enough where I was swimming that I couldn't touch the bottom in places. Like, it's a big river. So where it enters the ocean, it narrows and just becomes, like, a rapid. So you've got these fucking massive Pacific Ocean coastal waves crashing in and this deep, forceful (laughs) channel of water rushing out. And, you know, it comes up. It's not over my head, but it's up to my chest. So it's deep fucking water that I have to walk through. Pretty deep water. Um, and we're there with backpacks. We're like, fuck. How so everything, everything that you would own is going to be underwater. Right. Do you have a phone on you? Oh, fuck no. We, like, we hoped to get a boat across, but it was low tide, so they wouldn't take us across. Um... And fortunately, on the beach we had met, I was traveling with one woman who I met in Lima. Um, But on the bus, we met this group of five people from Estonia and Germany. And so we ended up making it across the channel just by, like, three people would carry one bag with one person holding it over their heads and the other two people walking alongside them and bracing them. So we made it across the channel without any hassles. And this is just to get to this the This is gathering. just to get to the camp. Which was just, like, it was... It was a good way to arrive somewhere. It felt like we had just, like, broken through this barrier. And had arrived in paradise. Because literally... So the camp wasn't actually on the ocean. 
It was like a mile and a half set back in a grove of palm trees. So it was essentially my vision of paradise. Like it was just sand, water, ocean sounds, palm trees, blue skies every day, sun and 90 degrees, and hammocks everywhere. And like how many people braved this this journey to to figure out that this was essentially paradise? Um for most of the time that I was there, there were probably a hundred, maybe a little, a few more, like 120 people. So it was like enough that a good there amount were a of lot of people. It felt like a big group, but it was small enough that I recognized everyone, which was super nice. Now, did some people just trudge through the water? Like, I'm going to get all my well, shit Well, so we found out that there was actually a road that led to the <laughs> other side. but And I kind of knew that beforehand. <laughs> but... There was, um, it was a way more difficult bus route, and we just figured, like, we could get across the fucking river. Your way was the adventure. We, yeah, we got across the river. Your way was the adventure. And we wouldn't have met the Estonian dudes, who were fucking awesome. Yes. They were my favorites. Um, so yeah, I mean, we could have gone the easy way. So, but, why? Why what? Why would you? Ex- yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't. That's why we didn't. Exactly. Yeah. Now... Okay, so we're flashing forward. So you're in the camp. Yeah. You're in the camp. In now. the camp, we borrowed a tent. So we had a tent. We borrowed this tent from the, the woman I was traveling with, one of her friends in Guatemala City. And we never set it up beforehand. <laughs> because, fuck that. We had a tent. It was going to protect us. Uh, okay. So we set it up, and it was mostly fine, but it was missing a couple poles. <laughs> so <laughs> we set up this tent, and it... It was up. Like, we could sleep in it, but it was very droopy. <laughs> did it, did it, in high humidity. Yeah, we just didn't get in the tent at all during the day. That was pretty much reserved for dark hours. Did it drip on you when you... No. It wasn't that humid. Okay. Yeah. It was mostly just hot, which good. is good. A lot of yeah. breeze. Like, there was a lot of wind from the ocean. Um, yeah, that was, it was just... The perfect place to be for five days with nothing to do and many... Five days. Five days and many drugs and, and like, mind-opening discussions. But they were, they were tools, so let's... They were definitely tools. Let's talk about some of the more interesting ones that you did. Because, I mean, you've already stated that the honey and the rapala... Rapé. Rapé. Yeah. Fucking up all the words today. <laughs> so it's a conf- yeah. I don't. So the rapé, like neither one, really was a psychedelic journey. No. It was more of a journey through pain. It was more yeah. It was a it was a ritual. It was a ritual to complete an end. Which yeah. Which it did in a way. It was. It was. It was, it was, it was a. a Somewhat of the equivalent of getting the hooks in your back and hanging. Or... Slightly less that. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but, but in the same, yeah, like, again, same vein. Like a cousin. Because it's all about pain with that. Like your eyes contract. Your nasal cavities fucking cause massive amounts of pain, which cause a flood of endorphins, which 
which caused you to center in on what you describe as your third eye. Or yeah, entirely. Basically, your pineal gland. Yeah. Like, like shooting out these things. Like, all right. But in terms of psychonautic activity, so did you take mushrooms when you were there? No. No. I did not. I took LSD. LSD on the full moon. LSD on the full um, moon. There were probably like at least a quarter up to a half of the people there I would say were tripping on LSD. On so the that, moon, that that would be that would be good like 50, 50 to 100. Fi- 50. At, on the full moon there were 200 people for that one night cuz that's when the like the right. big celebration was. All right, because I was yeah. I was gonna say you you said 125 yeah. people, and I no, was like, on this night it was bigger, um, and I would yeah. So I would say 50 to 100 people, and it was there was just like this massive bonfire, and a drum circle, and dancing, and which would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I heard overtones. I heard like the overtone. I guess you, like it's own. If you if that's what ohm is right, is the sound of life, that's what I heard. Yeah, the, it, it's not even a sound; it's a vibration. Yeah. Like. But it was like it, it was in the ocean waves mostly. So. And when you came down from there. My friend who I was traveling with had pierced someone's ear. <laughs> also while tripping. Um, <laughs> Which may mean that he pierced her, like, toe. Nope. She pierced, like, she just pierced the dude's ear. He had, he was planned. Like, he was ready. He had a hypodermic needle and an earring. (laughs) So she just shot the needle through? Yep. It was like a sealed hypodermic needle. He was ready. (laughs) He just brought his own equipment. Here, just do this. Have you ever done it before? No. Okay. Are you tripping on acid? Uh, yes. Very much so. Absolutely. <laughs> this could go wrong. I might bolt your 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 ear to your fucking nose. <laughs> yep. But it went well. It looks really good. Kaboom. It's a cool earring. Hasn't got infected. No. Well, good. Yeah. Good. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so that was yeah. So what? So you're basically. I mean, you're not in a rainforest. No, you're in like a beach environment. So what kind of wildlife is around there? Birds. Not really much. Boring birds or really cool birds. Pelicans. So many pelicans. Pelican. Pelicans are cool. (laughs) They the way they fly over the ocean is pretty. Pelicans are the bomb. They're so big. I never remember how big they are. Have you seen them around here? No. Really? Where are they? Fucking crazy day. Okay, let me tell you about a crazy day. <laughs> crazy day. Fucking. So Tina and I, as podcasters will know, the illustrious Tina, I can she's at home singing in choir, doing her Tina thing. We'll cut that out for sure. <laughs> But anyway, no. 
So Tina and I are driving along John Nolan Drive. All of a sudden we see these birds coming in. Three of them. This is like a year and a half ago. Maybe last summer actually. Or spring. There are pelicans in Madison. At least three of them. There were. I wonder if they escaped from the zoo. These motherfuckers just sat. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Pelican. <laughs> That's right. Pelican. Like craziness. Yeah, so I don't even know where that story came from. Anyway. Uh, I said well, because you said there. there were pelicans there. Yeah. Anyway. Have you ever seen a pelican dive? So <laughs> I've probably been in a bar called Pelican Dive. But, wow, schmutzy joke right there. <laughs> fucking goddamn shitty fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So when pelicans hey dive. Hey there. I'm they... doing Groucho Marx. <laughs> anyway, when pelicans dive. Uh, they just like hit the water really hard. So would just face first into this water. And eventually, the trauma to their brain causes them to go blind. So most pelicans die, or like a lot of pelicans die, because they go blind in their old age after <laughs> having hit the water too many times. Because they're not. And then they can't fish anymore because they're blind. Because they're also not designed for it then. Yeah. Because there are animals that are designed for hard hit. Right, but pelicans are not aerodynamic. Yeah, they just fucking... They just... Blah, 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 blah. Hey there, everybody. I'm just a pelican. Oh, God, help it! Boom! <laughs> wow, that was the first big fucking... Bloop. No, we're keeping that one in. No, no, yeah. It's a bloop. It's a big bloop. Company! <laughs> yeah, yeah, a big blue. That only makes sense to Zach and I who look at this stupid screen ad nauseum. You know what? Like, let's tear open the fourth wall. This is what we do. We stare at a computer screen. With little bloops. And 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 the funny thing is, it extremely distracts us from like actually looking at each other oh yeah because <laughs> you're like what's going on the screen <laughs> yeah we're not joe rogan we're not fucking like you should remember this we're not these podcasts that we wish we were in a fucking really cool studio but for a year We've done all right, man. This has been fun. Mm -hmm. And we're going to continue. Yes? Yes. <laughs> of course. Indeed. And we're going to continue with Guatemala because you're not back yet. Oh. Where the fuck? Okay, so we're not even close. This is like Memento. We're working our way backwards. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find out where the fuck this eye pus came from. That's what the real... Because that's what you started with. Yeah. This is the real... Oh, but see, there's more to... Yeah, there's more to... Yeah, I know. For sure. <laughs> so, so after I left... I left the Rainbow Gathering like a day after the full moon. Mm -hmm. And I went back to Lake Atitlan, which is where I farmed uh, three years ago. 
through the Woofing Program, which is the Worldwide Organization for Organic Farming. Um, In Guatemala? Anywhere. It's, yeah, like, they have, they have country, it's basically a website where you look at a country's farmer list, and then you can contact them. Oh. It's pretty cool. And so I did that around this lake, which is this huge highland lake, um, for three weeks. And for my last part of my trip, I got to go back there and see all the places that I would lived, and I went to visit the farmer who I would worked with. And so this morning, I felt fine. We got on a boat, took a boat ride around the lake, hiked along this dusty road, and get to this farm that I worked on. And my eye at this point has, like, first started to bug me. Like, just a little bit. It begins. <laughs> and, um, and then we get get to this farm, get to the gate, and these women are coming out, and I asked them if Shad was home. Shad, not Shep. Shad is the farmer who I worked with and who I was going to visit. As you'll remember, Shep is the man that was brewing a cauldron full of madness that yes. may have contributed firstly to, to, to Zach's problem. Maybe. I, I wouldn't... No, because that was just Pedro. San Pedro. Yeah. You drank that. Yeah. Why would that be illicit? <laughs> microbes. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. All right, so Shat. Shad. <laughs> so Shad, I asked these women if he was home. Hi. And they're like, yeah, but he's actually in a really bad mood. He's got bees. I was like, excuse me? What? Is, what? She's like, oh, he has an angry bee infestation today. And he's been stung a lot. <laughs> he's really unhappy. You might not want to go in. So I had to think for a moment. I was like, huh, do I want to bother this man with a bad bee problem? So I entered. I Of course, I went and said hello. And so I walk up to his house, and he comes around the corner, and his eye is so swollen. Like a fucking fist is on his face. So he's you're saying so much like your stung. eye would <laughs> right. Become yeah. putting myself into you. I just so my eye became brutally swollen. In retrospect, wow, much like that other guy's eye. Right? Were you stung? I was not stung. That's the thing. And you, so, was that the man's honey that had no slathered in those your eye? Even, those weren't his bees either. They were just mad. They were angry. They were just angry bees. Fucking angry bees. Well. So I think my first thought, because as the day progressed, we kept hiking, and my first thought was like, oh, fuck. Empathetic response. My eye is unhappy after seeing Shep. Shad. <laughs> Shad. Um, like, I am actually manifesting like a Rocky Balboa type of wound yep. in my face. Yo, I had just been like on a beach talking about transcendental... I don't know. Thoughts. Like, it, it was all possible at that point. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and then, like, by the end of that day, we hiked a ways along the lake. All really dusty trails. And... And also this dust getting in your eyes. There it is. Yep. <laughs> so, by the end of that day, my eye was really red and really unhappy. <laughs> and I went to sleep... That's a way to say it. <laughs> well, it wasn't, like, totally shut yet. But then by the time I went to sleep, and when I woke up, there was just, like, a crust along all of my eyebrows. 
and I couldn't open my eye, and I went to, like, wash it off, and it was just, yeah. I don't know, I'm going to detail. <laughs> I it was, puss. It was nasty. Bloop, 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 bloop. That was the first We've morning. come to I puss. That was the morning of the I puss. Welcome to I puss. But fortunate, like, the only fortunate thing. Also, that... I just blew out people's ears right there <laughs> in terms of, of, of earbuds. Levels. But yeah, I pus achieved. I pus. <laughs> so it was after the dust. So it was really a perfect storm. I think that's what it. I think it was just like everything happened to my eye. You had crazy foreign microbes everywhere, flapping <laughs> all up in <laughs> from like so many different <laughs> sources. They're brave. Yeah. So it How was, do you do to your nasal and you goddamn fucking eye? Uh, for some reason, it's <laughs> Sam Elliott. Hello, eyeball. How are you doing? We're going into you. We're going into your sinus. We're going into your mouth. Not We're even in, in, but it wasn't even in my eyeball. Your skin. Fuck yeah. Oh, so honey. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, no. We'll get... No, we already got there. So then so then I have this iPus for like the next day, which is just my travel day to get closer to the airport and hang out in this city. And then the next day I flew home, which was the terrible iPus <laughs> experience that I was discussing earlier. And the, uh, yeah. So then I get home and the next day I went hey, to Hey, this is normal. <laughs> well, the next day I went to Fuck the ER. me and shellfish, right? <laughs> Whoa. I never learned. No, <laughs> I went. Do, do, do. <laughs> so that's I went to harken back, way back. I hope you're all listening right now, because that's funny. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um. So the next day, I went to the ER. And as well, you should. Right. It was reasonable. I was expecting just like them to give me some antibiotics and be like, leave. You know um, what? I bet it was. I bet it was all that perfect storm there, and then when you flew back here. The microbes in the air were like, what? what's going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. Brrr. And then they just attacked you like space invaders. And these new microbes just couldn't fucking relate. And then, yeah, infestation of your own microbes. Interesting. I don't know. Whatever it was, when the doctor looked in my eye, he said, Holy she shit. was like, holy shit. <laughs> Your eye is really fucking red. How did I guess that? <laughs> um, and she was like, uh, we need to send you to get a CAT scan. <laughs> because we're afraid that with the infection this bad so quickly, it might have spread to your brain. You might have severe <laughs> brain like, disorder, literally. son. You're going to be Jekyll and hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> so then that day... I had to go get a CAT scan, and not in my brain. Can I make a really weird reference? Because yes. we have referenced it so much that would mean our hobbit became Schmeagle. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I don't want to become Schmeagle. No, I don't want you to become Schmeagle. That'd be super weird. But Bilbo would still be there. I would just you just have to like yeah get Schmeagle out. Or no, get Gollum out. Gollum! Yeah. Except for it would be Bilbo and, like... It'd be... Oh, it, it's Three's Company. Aww. It'd be Bilbo and... It'd be... 
Because maw is the sound that I make, much like Gollum is the sound that... Maw! <laughs> My name would be Maw. Bilbo and Maw. He knows it. Fan fiction, right there. <laughs> <laughs> we just wrote it! <laughs> Hire the script writers. Let's, let's go to town. We'll, we'll sell the idea. Maw! <laughs> And the golden ring of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, back to Guatemala. Back Whoa. to Guatemala. We've done a lot of jumping. Yes, we have. It's our one year. We can do as much. You know what? We can. We can fuck around as much as we want on the fucking one year. Hell yeah. Why not? New Year's Eve. How amazing is that? I don't even know where this went. But we're just talking on episode one year. Yep. Zach, what are your new snoosh resolutions? Snoosh solutions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Snoosh-illusions. <laughs> yes, hashtag Snoosh-illusions. Also, the fact... Hashtag Snoosh-illusions. Yes, you got a hashtag Snoosh-illusions. All right, so what are your Snoosh-illusions? Um, to report to Snoosh from... How many countries? A certain number, maybe like ten countries in the next year. In the next year, ten. Yeah. Bold. Yeah, not really. Bold. Like South America and Central well, America. Well, that is easy true. Shit. All right. Central America so is seven. I think we talked about it that you are you are not flying down there. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Did we not? No. All right. So Zach is. Hoping to not use air transportation to go to South America. Peru. Peru. Just, yeah. Just South America. Finally. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, where are we? Uh, oh, you mean... I'll you end know. up in Peru eventually. Okay. Yeah. It's not, like, the only goal. I don't think there is a goal. Or, like, a destination. There's a goal. There's not a destination. Right. Right, so if you find yourself in, like, even further Chile. Or not as far. Or not as far, like... Guatemala? <laughs> yeah. Guatemala's a cool country. Not even part of South America. Oh, I'd like to go to Colombia. I could stop in Colombia. I feel like that'd be a good place to be. It sounds like a good place to be. Now, let us pause for our commercial break. So I actually did have a lot of qualms and misgivings about releasing this commercial, but overall, I'm sorry. It's, it's Look it up. The Spence Motel shouldn't be ha standing anymore. So here's the yeah, Spence Motel. Yeah, we go off on a little bit of a tangent here about Spence Motel. So have fun with it. Yeah, one year. Woohoo! Snooze. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey there, everyone. If you want to fucking kill some hookers, you know where you go? East Washington Avenue. Wow, that's a really harsh way to say it, but yeah, you go East Washington Avenue. That's 3575 East Washington Avenue. You kill some hookers. Like Spence Motel. Spence Motel. Spence Motel. Spence Motel. Spence Motel. Yes. Go Spence Motel. You have some fun and kill some frogs. Right. Yeah, yeah, wow. Thank God. Darn. That's like one year anniversary, Scoosh. Fucking Eye of the Fucking Tiger. Best. Yeah. Best commercial ever. <laughs> right. Fence Motel! Ah, you're... Neither is Snoosh! And they do not apply, Jari. Not any way, shape, or form! Snoosh itself does not oblige. Oblige is not the word, but it came out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like Uncle Jesse from the Disney Hey there. Y'all obliging my... My saying of the words. Tiger has literally been running underneath the end of, of like, if, like, we might just cut it up and just run on No, we're not. No, literally the song. Is it? Well, yeah, back in the day, it probably is. We just started it again, but no. Yeah. Just to come in after the fact, once again, because this is way after the fact. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Sorry. Uh, I guess also this episode is sponsored by Leafy Green Wonderfulness. So, yeah, we got a little weird and had some fun. So, there you go. All right, enjoy the rest. Here. Now. So, yeah, that's... That, that, that's the commercial we came up with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Kind of so, on the spot. Uh, yeah. Pretty. Pretty. Pretty much. So. Like, yeah. Um. Um. I. I wish I could say don't stop believing, but I'm gonna say I of the tiger. 
<laughs> is the uh, way of the walk. And and if the Spence decides to sue us for this, just realize you have had multiple prostitutes killed in your building. So your ghosts are probably real. Probably. Be very scared. Like we said in the commercial, any uh and we're carrying on this commercial. Any paranormal activities that go on there would be very advantageous to any uh, travel channel. Um, and why is it traveling when you go to put up infrared cameras in a abandoned building of a place that looks exactly like any other abandoned building? And yeah. Anyway, Travel Channel Ghost People, go to the Spence Hotel. That's right, once again, Spence Hotel. Spence Hotel. Spence fucking Hotel. That was fun as shit. <laughs> Spence Hotel was fun as shit. We're just Still after going that. On the Spence Hotel. Yeah, anyway. So, you get back from Guatemala. Yep. Now, stirred on some nasty antibiotics, like big horse pill antibiotics. That was fun. And then it gets better. It got a lot better. I pus went pus, away. Yeah, went away very quickly. I once pus, I had medicine. I pus went away, for sure. And our hobbit is back with us. Gollum is banished. Gollum has been beaten. Yeah. For now. For yeah. now. You never know. <laughs> I might get a other fucking crazy infection, he says. You. I want to send a shout out to, on this, our one year, I want to send a shout out to where I was last night, to whatever Carl decides to name, because he hasn't sent Snoosha Link, Carl Vote, DJ Key, he is the co-founder of the original Snoosh Philosophy, although Zach is the triad co-founder of the Snoosh Podcast, so Zach is right in the... We're, we're, we're like synergistic. But Carl apparently recorded a, a an amazing session of DJs last night. DJ Z... Uh, D-Zach. Uh, fucking DJ Cook. Nehi and DJ Key all in one room just throwing the fuck down. Snooze Podcast was in the in the arena, in the scene, in the fucking area. It was amazing. I want to send a shout out to them right now. Now, back to one year anniversary minus the Goddamn fucking Spence Motel. <laughs> Spence Motel. Spence. 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 <laughs> Anyone is still listening at this point. Why would they? To hear us talk about the Spence Hotel and then sue us. 
Good on them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we them. hope everybody's still listening because this is pretty entertaining. We went off on Spence. Yes, we are crazy <laughs> high right now. We were fucking like, on our fucking one year. Fuck yeah, we're getting high. Are you fucking... We're fucking having some beers. We're fucking getting high. This is fun time. It's one year. Anyway, you're off on more travels. Not yet. I'm here. We're going to have a lot of fun in the next couple of months. Oh, yeah. We really are. We got a lot of music coming up for you. We got a lot of interesting guests. We got a lot of guests that we're going to f- fucking swing for the fences to try to get. And I think 2016 is going to be a fun year for Snoosh. It's always a good year for Snoosh. It is always a good year for Snoosh. And on that, whatever disgusting-ass song we're fucking... Because should we go out on a fucking boy band? <laughs> oh, no. Um, like the worst boy band? Well, we'll we, we will literally Google worst boy band. Cool. And then we'll go out on their worst song. Dad, love you. Alright. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah with that. Uh, boy band, fucking disgust out, fucking tag. I don't even ass, like ass, you. Why did you want to go and make me feel this way? I don't understand what's up in Cause I keep hanging